The Spur of the Moment podcast is proudly presented by Shane Daigie, Realtor of Always Here Properties. Selling your home, buying your home, first-time buyers, investors, and seasoned home buyers. Call or text 512-540-1626, and I'll be glad to help with all of your real estate needs. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Spur of the Moment podcast. I'm your host, Shane Daigie. And I'm your co-host, Drew Daigie. Welcome to episode 180 of Spur of the Moment. Yeah, coming straight from the Simonator Studios in the heart of Texas, the Spurs had a fast and furious 45-point fourth quarter to draw this thing really close, but ended up dropping one to the Los Angeles Lakers by a score of 122-119. to that is the Spurs franchise record, 18th loss in a row, but they competed well. I really like that burst in the fourth quarter that they had to even make it into a game, um, and they really had a chance to win it up until the very end. Uh, Victor Webinyama, also of note, fouled out for the first time in his NBA career in this one with 8.8 seconds left in this game. He was so. close a lot, but this was the first official time. Yeah, yeah, exactly, for sure. Yeah, nice nice dropping on that. Drew, what were your thoughts about this game and the Spurs and their performance against the, the Lakers who are coming off that uh, NBA midseason tournament championship? What, what do you think about this one? Yeah, I was proud of the game. Um, entering the fourth quarter down by 18 points, and the Lakers had a lead up to 20 at one point. But Victor Webinyama and his Spurs climbed back and almost won this basketball game just a little bit short. I like the way we played, shot 46% from the field and 42% from the three-point line, much better than the game against the Rockets, and a lot of guys were scoring. We had one, two, five guys in double figures and two guys with 25-plus points. Very proud of this tough loss, so maybe we could get them next game. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And uh, Vic had an uh, interesting stat line. He was the first player, not in Spurs history, in NBA history, to have – 30 points, 10 rebounds, and 6 blocks in a game since 1998. Can you guess who that previous player was that had 30, 10, and 6? David Robinson. New. Tim? Tim Duncan. Oh. Yep, that was his rookie year. So that's the first time that a player has done that. So that's of note. And that was a big oh, night. was it a rookie? Or? Yeah, his rookie year. It was like a rookie stat or every player? Every player. Oh. Yep. The... Uh, well, I'm sorry, the first rookie to do 30, 10, and 6 since Tim Duncan. Oh, so I should have said yep. Tim. But. Yep. So anyway, um, but that was that was a nice night for Vic, and uh, that brings us into uh, the Spurs' season record dropping to 3-20 and 20 overall. Lakers improved to 15-10. and 10. Uh, Now it's time for our top two, bottom two. Drew, who did you have for your top two? Yeah, for my number one on the top two list, Victor Wibinyama, who had 30 points, 13 rebounds, 6 blocks, shooting 11 of 21 for the field, and 4 of 5 from the 3-point line in 33 minutes. Great game from Victor Wibinyama. He's number 1 on my top 2 list. Number 2 on my top 2 list. Not the obvious choice here, but I'm going with Malachi Branham, who had 19 points, 3 rebounds, 3 assists, shooting 8 of 13 for the field, and 2 of 5 from the three-point line in 28 minutes. Well-deserved spot from both of those guys. That's my top two. All right, there you go. That's a, that's a good one. I really liked Malachi's game. Um, 
So I went uh, Victor Wembanyama as my number one. Uh, just a great night overall for him. Uh, the the 30 points, 13 rebounds, six blocks. Uh, you know, I got to go there. Um, my number two, I had uh, Keldon Johnson, who had 28 points, eight assists, five rebounds, and was four of four from three-point line. So Keldon was my number two on my top two. And we'll listen to a Keldon Johnson interview after we get to our top two, bottom two. Okay, bottom two now, Drew. Number one on my bottom two list is Jeremy Sohan in this one. Another rough night. Five points, three turnovers, shooting two of nine from the field and one of four from the three-point line in 29 minutes. He gets number one on my bottom two. Number two on my bottom two is Doug McDermott with three points and didn't shoot the ball well from the three-point line in 15 minutes. That's number two on my bottom two. Who do you got on that list? Yeah, so... You know, I, th- I mean, I thought a lot of guys played well for the Spurs. Um, but for me, uh, I had Dougie McBuckets also as my number one on my bottom two. Uh, that one of five shooting, that's not really his jam. And then Julian Champagne, he was just over two. Didn't do a whole lot. I expected a little bit more out of Champagne this year. Um, but anyway, that's that's how it goes, the bottom two. All right, now we're going to listen to some words from Keldon Johnson. Sorry we had some technical difficulties earlier, but we'll get back to this interview. What uh, sparked you individually in that second half? Uh, kind of had a stretch where you really got the team energized. Um, I mean, just being myself, I feel like, uh, you know, just wanting to win, being competitive. And, um, you know, I just feel like, you know, as being a guy that's, that's, that's known for energy, just trying to bring my teammates along with me um, and, you know, amping them up and, and getting them going and getting them hype and, uh, you know, really, really just so we can get out them. Speaking of energy, there was that stretch at the end of the first half where Vic had, you know, big, big dunk and then a block and then he threw him the hoop in transition and it looked like he jumped about as high as he did. Yeah. What is that moment like, and, and what's it like watching him just sort of impose his will on the stretch of the game as a 19-year-old? I mean, it's crazy to me. Um, you know, I tell him every game, I tell him, dominate, don't settle. Uh, just keep reminding him. Because, uh, uh, you know, you know, um, Vic is special, man. I mean, uh, being able to, you know, play alongside him each and every game, uh, go to practice with him is, is definitely, you know, see, see the ways that um, – at such a young age, he's still, uh, you know, such a mature professional. All right, so Kelvin touching up on Vic and just his professional and just how blessed he is to play with him. All right, now it's time for the question of the day. Remember, you can always text your questions to 512-540-1626. Tonight's question comes from Darren in Uvalde, Texas. Darren's question was, we were so close tonight. I haven't heard much or seen Blake Wesley this year. Do you guys know what his role is, and do you think there is any chance we'll see him again this year with the Spurs? I'm going to turn that one over to Drew, and then we'll go from there. Yeah, so Blake Wesley's having him a nice year in, at Austin. He's averaging himself 15 points, 5 rebounds, 5 assists, with 1.3 steals per game. Do I see him have playing a role in the Spurs in, the, in this year? Definitely not. I think... He could get some garbage time minutes, but I want to hear what you have to say about that, though. Yeah, no, I actually – he's playing with the, the G League Spurs, the Austin Spurs, and um, to me I think that's exactly where he needs to be. I I like his speed and athleticism, but I think he's been too 
mistake prone and kind of looks out of place a little bit to me. And I don't know. I'm I'm not going to be surprised to see Blake Wesley uh, playing with somebody else. Maybe not next year. Maybe two years from down the road, just depending on the contract situation. But uh, yeah, I don't, I don't necessarily see him as a fit with the Spurs right now. I think they kind of saw what they wanted to out of him, and I don't, I don't think it was. Uh, necessarily to the organization's liking. But we appreciate your question on that, Darren. A lot of people are wanting the same thing, so that's a good one. Now it's time for this day in Spurs history. Drew, what do you got for us? Yeah, so I'm going to head back to December 19th, 2018. The San Antonio Spurs destroyed the Orlando Magic 129-90, and it seemed like the Spurs couldn't miss a shot in this one. So we shot 64% 64% from the field and 63% from the three-point line. Everybody was scoring. Our leading scorer was LaMarcus Aldridge, who had 20 points, four assists. Brent Forbes had 17 points, four rebounds. DeMar DeRozan had 17 points, seven rebounds. Rudy Gay had 14 points, six rebounds. Marco Bellinelli had 18 points and two rebounds. And the Spurs improved the record to 17-15 and and a magic record fell to 14 and 16. That is this day in Spurs history. All right, very good. And uh, that's a that's a good good throwback in the time. Now it's time for us to preview the upcoming game. And this one should be fairly easy for us to preview because we just saw these guys. But the Spurs get the Lakers again. There's going to be a day off in between. But they're going to get them on Friday night, uh, December 15th. And, uh, you know, going to be uh, – Going to be an interesting one for the Spurs because uh, I know LeBron James didn't play in this one, but I expect him back on this uh, Friday night game. Drew, what do you think about the Lakers coming in round two for us on Friday night? Yeah, I think it'll be a good game. Um, we already really went over the players they got. Austin Reeves, LeBron James, Anthony Davis, um, Roy Hachimura, Jared Vanderbilt, Christian Wood. So, yeah, I think it's a pretty good team, and um, it'll be a fun game. Played a close game against them the other day. So, what are your thoughts on this game? Well, the Las Vegas line has the Lakers favored by 4.5. And, uh, you know, as close as the other one is, I think we're going to match them up well. I mean, they're they're staying in San Antonio. They're on the road. Uh, I do know LeBron's going to be back. But, uh, you know, that 4.5 I think is pretty accurate. I've got the Lakers winning this one by 5. And, um my player to go off in this one, I'm going to say Zach Collins is going to break out of his little mini slump he's got going on. He's going to be my player to go off. But I do think the Lakers are going to extend that uh, winning streak, and uh, or sorry, losing streak for the Spurs, and that's what I think is going to happen. Drew, what about you? Yeah, my player to go off is going to be the obvious choice. I'm going to go with Victor Webinyama in this one. But I do have the Lakers to win this game by 17 points. So Lakers to win by 17, I think it's going to be a – Pretty much a blowout, so that's what I have for that, uh, tomorrow's game. All right. Well, that's the upcoming game. Hopefully we'll uh, the Spurs can find a way to end this 18-game uh, losing streak, but uh, we'll see how this one plays out. All right. That brings us to the end of this episode of the Spur of the Moment podcast. Thanks for joining us. Drew, would you take us home, please? Yes, thank you, everybody, for joining us. And as always, go Spurs, go!